Losers, a pop culture and reality TV roundup. I'm Jessica Jardin. I'm Marcy Jaro. Hi. Hi, my friend. I feel like over Zoom, the synchronicity never happens. I it just... never happens. And it gets kind of like it starts to. Yeah, it has kind of a strange kind of effect to it. Yeah. But thank you for giving me the honors. I appreciate you it. You guys didn't see it. I pointed at her. I'm a real producer over here. So, well, it's crazy how much time we've had over Zoom now, like in the last two years, you know, <laughs> like, well, specifically you and I, I think we maybe seen each other once this year and then it's oh all because you've been traveling and then, you know, then blah, 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 blah. So it's been um, quite a time. So we're getting it done, though. I, I enjoy every time we get to record. And you guys should know, full disclosure, we do talk sometimes for an hour before we start recording. <laughs> Sorry, that's how the sausage gets made. Also, we uh, text all day long every day. <laughs> and Marco Polo. And Marco Polo with Trish all day. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a lot. It's like between our interests in each other's lives and then all of pop culture and all television and movies and then people we know and gossip. Yes. You can imagine. Uh, so much You can to talk imagine. About. There's just a lot, a lot to get through in any given week. Now, twice today, I started to write a very long text to you and Trish and then stop myself because it was just boring things. And no. I was like, no, I'm going to tell you now what it was. And you're going to be okay, like, okay. this was fair or good thinking of me to not send this text. Okay. This morning I was having my coffee and guys, I'm a slow coffee drinker. Real slow. <laughs> slower than ever. It gets slower every day. So I have a cup. It's have you ever heard of this? This is not an ad. We don't get advertising. Have you ever heard of the Ember coffee mugs? Maybe. No. Okay. What is it? So it's oh I don't have the mug with me, but I have my little charging thing. It's like it's oh. a mug that heats your coffee and keeps it at a specific temperature you can pick the temperature it is it has some <gasps> presets for like different like black tea coffee cappuccino latte why uh, don't i have this if you're a slow coffee now it is not cheap and it the battery only lasts maybe like 80 minutes but it's like it basically the recharging station is like the like a coaster itself but I like because a lot of times I start and then I like start putting my makeup on or I start like something happens with work emails and then I come back and I don't like microwaved coffee. Yeah, it's gross. Oh. Well, so I was going to just text how happy I am that I have my Ember coffee mug. And I was like, this is dumb, Marcy. You need a partner, I guess, because you look how excited I just got, though. I know, but I just I wrote like, it down. I wrote it down on my daily notepad. Now, is it a little expensive? Yeah, I want to say it's like 150 or maybe more or less. I think there are fancy an investment ones. for an everyday item. But if you think about how often you will throw out a coffee or, you know, even like going to Starbucks, then you come back and just pour it and you're like yeah just keep like that way you're not wasting so anyway my that's favorite thing is why i like iced coffee so much is because it works all day yes you keep it i love having my one of my favorite things is getting like an iced coffee in the morning on like a saturday let's say and i'm bipping and bopping <laughs> i'm running errands and i'm coming back and that iced coffee is still cold yeah and sure it's getting a little watery but guess what it still tastes good But that is the thing if you can find a really good i think they also make ember for cold 
which maybe okay. I will get. And I'm, I guess I've been like, can invest. I, should I spend $600 on, <laughs> on coffee accoutrement? I won't, but this I've had for like a year, definitely at least a year. Truly every day. I'm like, what a good investment. And I will say, here's a word of warning though. Okay. It, since it's constantly heating, it can make your milk have like a little th- skin over it. Oh, I like that. Do you like it? Because <laughs> I find it to be disgusting. And it, Well, I said I did. I don't know that I know, but it didn't bother me when you said it. It's like, a. it, it just makes part of your coffee become chewy now. So I don't, <laughs> but I've found if anyone else, I'm going to tell you a secret I found. I like to froth. A little frothing. Oh, my parents have little frothers at their house. So I love, I love using them. If you put some foam on the top of your coffee, it ain't going to cause that skin. (gasps) Okay. So I guess now we, when is Marcy's coffee shack opening? Because I want, I want all these little, I want to watch and try these. You mean Marcachino? Nope. (laughs) Marcachino? Marcachino? Mark, Mark. Mark, Mar- Marciato? Marciato? Marciato. Mar- I think it's Marciato. Mar- Mar- Marciato works. Okay. Marciato. Okay. So that was my, I just wanted to shout out to Amber. You have given me nothing for free, but I tell you. I love, I think, you know, we're in an entertainment focused podcast, but sometimes it's good to share that stuff. I have been very obsessed with white noise machines. That's Ugh. been a big new piece of my life. I had really? one and I took it to New York. And both Tim and I were shocked by how how much better we slept. And then it broke because <laughs> it was cheap. So then I fell on the rabbit hole of like researching all the best white noise. But what was funny about the first one is that the buttons were very small. And so if I was trying to turn it up or down in the night, I was always like, fuck, and like knocking it over. So I purposely needed one with like big buttons for like a sleepy dumbass to be able to That's- figure out. In, and I found one and I don't remember the brand, but if anyone wants to know, I'll send it to Do them. you know what I have? I have a very, very, very old iPhone. Yes. And a very, oh, very that you use and a very old dock that only works with old iPhones. <gasps> so Look I truly you. just use it as <laughs> as like my loud a noise machine. Yeah. That's smart. Well, it's been fun moving through the other sounds. I was very afraid that the water sounds would make me pee the bed. (laughs) (laughs) That's fine. Now, I have an app where I can mix my own specific sounds. I can like be like, okay, let's do a little, we're on a train. We got a little babbling brook and there's a fire going. And also there's some crickets in a rainstorm, I guess. (laughs) This train, this train is wild. (laughs) It's so crazy. Uh, Let's see. I also have some other recommendations. Yes, yes, yes. What What you've been enjoying this week. Okay. I just okay over the weekend I ripped right through a new Netflix true crime series called the puppet the puppet master have you heard of this no and I've been wanting like the other night we were looking for like what is the current like Netflix true crime stuff yeah this one I think just came out and it is across the pond oh across the meadow then across the pond to the UK (laughs) and it is about this one man who's a puppet master and it's no murder involved, but essentially like truly like st- stealing like women's lives for like through manipulation and lying and truly like, oh. like off the wall lies. And I guess sort of brainwashing. I don't know. It's like, it's pretty, 
awful to think that it can really happen but it, it's it's fascinating Was it also like money like he swindled them and stuff yes yes it's always going to yeah. be a part of it too but truly like just like being like oh this person believed a crazy lie for most of their life and then like now has to figure out how to you know live it's like that the heart of that of dirty john you know like and those stories of just like and i it's especially i always hate how much it oftentimes is like a woman looking for love you know that is the interesting thing about the puppet masters it, it starts with like a guy in college talking to a bartender and the bartender's like you know i'm actually part of uh m i6 is that what it's called the, they're like version yes of yes yes they're secret james bondy society yeah a bartender was like i'm undercover and then like ruined a bunch of people like this guy and his friends lives like <gasps> or at least for a about it for a while for a long 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 time Ooh, okay i'm gonna watch that's and, fun and then my other thing is i've been i started secrets of playboy that sounds so up my alley and i haven't heard anything about it i've been watching it on hulu apparently it's on a and e tv as well that's who's producing it and it is basically i mean could you imagine that hugh hefner wasn't the best man in the world what i don't okay could go you, on could you imagine <laughs> that maybe the playboy mansion was exploitative and women were actually abused there i mean isn't it i think holly madison maybe has a book that right she was kind of one of the first i feel like to really start to share the like some of those really gross stories about how things worked if you were a bunny but but yeah that's all i had heard i think was her yeah she i watched an episode with her in it and i watched an episode where uh, this woman actually her father was best friends with hugh hefner and so she lived there for a significant portion of her childhood wow and like it's you know Ew. it's very all the things that you would imagine could go on that's bad at the playboy mansion like it's kind of delving into all that but it's also just fascinating to see these women who, I guess, how do I say it? Like, it's fascinating to see all these women finally feel empowered to speak up, especially some yeah. of like the old bunnies. Like we're talking people who dated Hugh Hefner in the 70s. Yeah. Like they're, they're represented. And then they also have a bunch of like Hugh Hefner's like lifelong friends who I bet when they see the cut are going to be so mad that they're like, Hugh was the best. I I really feel like Holly was just using him. And then you see Holly's version. You're like, wait, you think that he, a 22 year old was using a 70 year old? You think a 22 year old was, manip was manipulating and she got what she wanted out. It's like, are you crazy? What do you think he dated her? Cause he loved her so much. He thought she was brilliant. <laughs> Oh my God. Yeah. So I mean, and that's what's it's especially I'm sure him dying finally freed people because yeah, it's not just like a um, playboy. It's, it's the intersection of Hollywood and entertainment. And like, you know, there's a reason it's part of one of the, it's part of the, an iconic Kardashian scene. It's like, this is not just, it just sits between so many, even, even in the, the magazine has been in the decline and obviously the, 
you know, Hefner long gone now. But yeah, that's that's not someone I bet that people felt like they could speak out against. I think they just love him, though. Like they truly like I think a lot of people who were not women. Then he was right. If you weren't one of those women like living in the house and kind of under his control, then you were probably treated well because he's charming and nice. Well, can and can you imagine if you're like a person who just gets to go to parties? Yeah. at a mansion with we're beautiful especially if you're a straight man or a person who likes to look at any person who likes to look at like very beautiful young women i'm sure it was great yeah <laughs> so it's been interesting watching that so those are my recommendations the puppet master and secrets of playboy i love it i have been ripping through search party season five which i haven't actually i've done a thing which is very shitty where i didn't watch i think like two and three i did watch four which i really liked and 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 i've always had like kind of a fraught relationship with search party because it's very hip yes hip hip hip. it was originally on tbs when they were doing a whole kind of hipster comedy thing now it's on hbo max but this season like tim and i are like it's so funny like a lot of it is like full sketch and it's just like very a lot of really like hip funny comedians angela trimber of ucbla one of my favorite instagram follows if you don't follow her you'll watch a wild woman dancing a lot oh boy but it's it's genuinely very funny and a wild plot that i won't spoil um and jeff goldblum is on it and had playing kind of like an elon musk character great anyways i really recommend it it's very colorful and the sets are gorgeous and i love it and then on sunday we had an encanto night so we were like let's get colombian food to like eat while we watch encanto which is set in colombia so we got we found on like you know grubhub or something a place we'd never heard of got colombian food delivered watched encanto I will say I didn't love it. It was in the sense that I think it had been maybe a little overhyped, but it is gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous. And I did not realize that your former coworker, Stephanie Beatriz, is like basically, you know, they don't really do princess movies anymore. But in the same way, you know, like that. Yeah. That essentially the the princess character, uh, Mirabelle of this movie is her and she sings and and I knew from like in the heights and stuff like that but it doesn't even sound like her it sounds like she does such a great job it does probably sound like her right it doesn't sound like her character on Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes because Stephanie has like a kind of like higher pitched voice yeah and she's playing like a 13 or 14 year old girl in this she's incredibly talented like in every way she's like an actor actress yeah, it was very it, it, it real range, man. If for someone like me and really only knows her from Brooklyn and that character, it was like, whoa, this is to be able to play like full. And the character is really like bubbly and warm and funny and just like a really cute cutie cutie of warmth, and which is like kind of the exact opposite of her. Why am I not remembering her Brooklyn character? Rosa, yeah. I wrote on the show, so I know it very. I specifically I, loved writing for Rosa. So just very deadpan, but I recommend watching it. I recommend getting Colombian food. It was really delicious. We had empanadas. Oh, yes. And arepas, I believe. I have been corrected by how I pronounced it, but I know what you're saying and I'm not going to, I'm not going to, I've just been corrected and I think I'm saying it correctly, but people have corrected me. So I, I would looking at it. 
at my high school level Spanish, I would say arepas con queso. But maybe I'm wrong. But there, yeah, you know, lots of variations of different kinds of like dough and cheese and meat inside was basically what we got, like a huge spread of. And it was really fun. And then the very last thing I was just going to say is that everybody should watch. It's I'm going to be doing tomorrow night. I think it's supposed to be really good, but I don't can't vouch for it because I haven't seen it yet. But the Janet Jackson two part documentary is airing this weekend. I'm she's fascinating. I can't wait to watch it. Supposedly, they really get into the the Michael stuff and the Super Bowl of it all. I think that Justin Timberlake is a talking head on it. I mean, so it's on A and E. It looks a, like A and E is really killing it right now. I know A and E is cranking them out, but I think it's got a lot of a lot of juicy stuff. If it's bad, don't blame me. But I'm like, that's like what I'm doing this weekend, and I'm amped about it. That'll be exciting. That's it. That's it. But then we this. There's so much other stuff we got to get to. I know. First and foremost, goodbye, Jenny from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City has been fired. Jenny is out just like that. <laughs> the f- only phrase that is going through either of our heads all week long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you actually got a, a big mess up earlier where you thought someone was legitimately using the phrase and just I know. like that. <laughs> I was like, Trish, okay, I'll watch it just like uh, yeah, it really th- it threw me for a loop. But yes, we had you know, everybody everybody f- was pretty aghast at her Facebook posts that had been discovered. She didn't really apologize for it. And honestly, I, I realized I had gone and, and, and thought I looked at them and then saw people really talking about them. And I thought they were offensive. But I realized I had not actually seen like the real ones, like the real, real ones. And I there was like a Reddit thread that I went and looked at. And they are like, I mean, they're all bad, but there's just so many of them. There's yeah. like so 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 many and her like engaging with family members about stuff and like she's really it's really awful and tonally is it all about black lives matter and black lives matter there's a lot there's a fair amount of anti-vax stuff which is you know let me tell you uh, not surprised her husband's a chiropractor i know you know i go to a chiropractor i've i'm long-term fan of maybe pseudoscience however Dr. First Name. You cannot trust Dr. First Name for for medicine, medical advice. Well, it literally is is almost no schooling. Chiropractic listeners out there. I respect what you do, but also in the immortal words of the choreographer for Beyonce in that documentary, stay in your lane. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's pretty hideous. It's just a lot of like. Yeah, it just varies from like kind of straightforward pro-Trump, anti-Democrat, anti-Biden to really, really horrific, like anti-Black Lives Matter. It's just really nasty. It's really, really nasty to see the sheer amount, I think, was what like really to me was like, this is you don't. (laughs) Did you see she did like a Instagram live too, and had like a black man sitting with her? Yes. Like I didn't watch it. I don't want to see her. I don't want to watch her like a pol- like whatever this tour is. This like I got, attempt to save her name. I well, I read highlights on a Reddit thread, and it was essentially like I take full accountability. I did not post those. 
I take full oh. accountability. I have a social media team. Someone else posted those. I take full accountability. That's definitely not how I feel. I take full accountability. It's it's terrible that we live in a world where we can't express our political opinions, but I take full accountability. I mean, look, Marcy, it sounds like she took full accountability. So that's really all we can ask for. It's, she did a very poor job of of her apologizing of not deleting facebook of all the things and i will say this about the whole of it i'm so glad she made it to the reunion Mm -hmm. before she was fired now would i like them to maybe talk about it i don't know maybe not because it doesn't matter what she has to say right like especially if you're not gonna really like if you're not really gonna be accountable for it no or care or she doesn't her opinions haven't changed you know no it just came to light and they were unlikable by the audience yes so the so backlash or backlash bravo fired her they said they have ceased filming with jenny jenny win and will no longer be a cast member on the real housewives of salt lake city Um, we recognize we failed to take appropriate action Mm. once her offensive social media posts were brought to our attention moving forward we will work to improve our processes to ensure we make better informed and more thoughtful casting decisions now i do kind of take issue with not i'm not sad to see her go i am very sad to see her daughter go i know but i mean carlin carlin yes but you think like i said ramona singer is she fired also i mean i don't know i i I feel very conflicted about it because in some ways you're like is she being held to a higher standard than other women in the franchise right absolutely because it's about who's who's better tv (laughs) and yeah at the end of the day jenny is a way more that's a character that you can knock off and I don't think it it drastically alters what works about Salt Lake and I I'm not saying that that should be the rationale but I guarantee you in the in the boardroom conversations about it all I think this is a good fire and I think Mary is a good knock on back but I'm sad that this city the most diverse city in the real housewives universe now is missing two women of color and if you just have to go like it's salt lake too like i mean it's a really white town i'm sure they can find amazing women but i'm just like i'm I'm sad i'm sad that they're leaving me too it's a it's a big bummer it's a big bummer but they need to go yeah they gotta go so see you jenny we'll miss you carlin but we do get a little. We'll, we'll still. We still got some time with her left in the season. This was. This was interest. Interesting. This was sad. A person. Died. Why was I going to say it was this interesting. is interesting? Do you know that sometimes people die? <laughs> oh my god! I'm An so interesting sorry. thing that happens to the human body is sometimes it ceases <laughs> to go on. So this week, I definitely always cannot say his name correctly. Fashion designer, an absolute legend. I'm going to give to give it a whirl. Manfred Thierry Mugler. I don't think that's how you say it. I saw a TikTok of how you pronounce it. Who some I've known of for a long, long time because I wore his perfume in high school and college, oh. Angel. Ooh. But I think a lot of people became more familiar with in recent years because he became very much a designer du jour. He was a big deal in the 80s and 90s and then became very much in fashion in a lot of ways thanks to our Kim K., who had a real partnership with him and a lot of her like most incredible looks from the last few years were with were his designs, including her Met Ball dripping wet sort of skin colored 
corseted look from a few years ago. Yeah, she, I would say, just made it so that dummies like me heard of who he was. I think the fashion (laughs) world was very well aware. (laughs) But he, what was he, in his 70s? I should just open up. 73, and he lived a really interesting life. And if you look, like, I also don't think I even realized that he had designed so many outfits for Beyonce and particularly for her tours, like a lot of her, like I, I recognized every single thing that I saw that she put up a big post about him. Kim posted and said, my heart breaks. There's no one like you, your vision, your transformations, mm-hmm. your magic. I'm so honored to have known you spent time with you and be amused for you. There was so much more for you to show the world and that we had planned to do together. Mm. But you already gave us so much. I will never forget our time together around the world and learning from the master himself on what couture really meant. I will say I personally like I don't think I really understand high fashion in any way. I loved his aesthetic. It's very like it's it's just very fun, I guess, is the simplest way. And it's like it really relishes in like the kind of cartoonishness of the female That's body a, in a way yeah it's like, like he's very inspired by betty boop it's <laughs> just like it's and, and there's a like a futurism and also like a kind of like glittery disco-ness like it's just really interesting and eye-popping and i definitely i i really had fun going back and looking at like his designs from the 80s and 90s and then like more recent stuff with beyonce and kim and i recommend everybody go take a look because it's just a really incredible talent Oh, sad. sad. And we also that. lost meatloaf. Oh, my God. This won't truly. This is like, are you having a thing where like I literally see the news alerts come up on my phone and I'm like, ah, like out loud. Well, because it's like, what? I got bad news for you. I know why it's happening this way. OK, it's because we're old enough now to know a whole generation like we oh, we yeah. are we are middle aged so the yes. people we knew growing up are now dying uh, no marcy you're so right it's not like that's so funny cuz my brain has been like whoa something weird is going <laughs> it would be like an eighth grade be like okay i don't want to sound crazy but is everyone's getting their period all of a sudden <laughs> why are people getting like taller and boobs um <laughs> guys after my 18th birthday like a lot of people started graduating from high school <laughs> i don't want to say it's like a curse or a witch <laughs> but no i fully you're so right it's like yeah as you cruise towards 40 probably a lot of the people that were legends in their fields and at the top of their games when you were a teenager and in your 20s are then on their way out also let me tell you those baby boomers and i guess betty white was the greatest generation right those those were dense very large populations of people that's a large generation a lot of people in them so that's why i think it's not that the world is coming to an end and everything like people have been dying forever literally forever as long as people have been living they have also been dying it's been done let's just say <laughs> it's been <done> to death <laughs> right that's what we wanted to go with that still very um, sad it's sad it is but it's also a nice moment to get to remember all the great work they did yeah i will say in this it really it's 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 it always makes me sad that they don't get to see that but yeah even just the people who you thought you you thought you knew a lot of their career, you know, and then like even Bob Saget, like in reading a lot of that stuff, there was just a lot of stuff about his life and his complicated relationship with John Stamos or whatever. I was just like, oh, there's a lot to this person 
who was a full household name has been a part of my world my whole life. And and yeah, to get to like really take a moment and, and appreciate their impact, you know? Yeah. I am sad to, I, I particularly loved his like, clearly Kim was amused and like I did love what they came up with together. Like that is just such a fun partnering especially and, and like there was fun stuff in the past few years when she didn't need to feel legitimized by anyone so she could yeah you got to see her like playing with things more but yeah anyway very sad very sad wow did you see poor taylor swift what a bad week she's had well i knew what half of it but tell me about this car crash well, let's do it chronologically start okay. with the other bullshit first a okay, bunch of so bullshits what it is. This really did piss me off. I, I mean, Damon Albarn, Alburn, I don't know how you say it exactly. Uh, Who cares? Uh, famously of Blur, also of oh, whatever. You know who he is. Woohoo! Uh, if you don't know Blur, yes. that's the only American pop song. The only like American top 40 they had, right? Yeah. They were and very, then, very popular in, in London. I'm not London, but in uh, Britain. And um, then he was England. in gor- Gorillas, and that was really big. So, yeah. a, a well accomplished British musician. I love this. Uh, this gorilla's erasure that's happening with page six i know right (laughs) i just remembered it i was like oh wait that was a really big band (laughs) um basically he had to apologize after he gave an interview i believe with the la times which he said was reduced quote to clickbait where he basically accused taylor swift of not being a real songwriter He had said, I know what co-writing is. Co-writing is very different to writing. I'm not hating on anybody. I'm just saying there's a big difference between a songwriter and a songwriter who co-writes. He said during his chat with pop music critic Mikhail Wood. Doesn't mean that the outcome can't be really great. I suppose I'm a traditional in that sense. I don't remember exactly. Oh, yes. Okay. In the interview, it says... You think a lot of modern musicians are relying on sound and attitude. And he said, name me some who's not. And the interviewer said, she may not be your taste, but Taylor Swift is an excellent songwriter. To which he said, she doesn't write her own songs. And then the interviewer said, of course, of course she does. And Taylor said, no, thank you. And she said at on Twitter at Damon Alburn, a direct tag. I was such a big fan of yours until I saw this. I write capital all of my own songs your hot take is completely false and so damaging you don't have to like my songs but it's really fucked up to try and discredit my writing wow p.s i wrote this tweet all by myself in case you were wondering okay taylor it's so what a i i'm like taken aback because that's her whole thing is that that's, she- that's what my thing was was like i was just like that would be like tearing into mariah carey for like her bad her weak voice you know it's yes. like or like she can't do high notes it's like well, she's not <laughs> difficult enough at all <laughs> she knows j-lo very well if you know it you is, know <laughs> it is funny to be like that is literally the the house on the ground on which castle swift is built yes like oh taylor swift's not a real blonde it's like yeah actually we've seen her since she was 10 years old she yeah she's short 
She's short, fat, not blonde, can't write a song, <laughs> um, very willing to let go of a grudge. <laughs> Dates normal men who aren't famous. Uh, um, likes her private life private. <laughs> he's never surprised. Okay, sorry. Okay. So he does not he have any rumors about her sexual orientation. <laughs> So he immediately wrote back because I'm sure I don't can't even imagine the amount that the Swifties went after him. He said, I totally agree with you. Uh, I had a conversation about songwriting and sadly it was reduced to clickbait. I apologize unreservedly and unconditionally. The last thing I would want to do is discredit your songwriting. I hope you understand. To which the L.A. Times said, nah, don't think so, Damon Alborn, Alburn. And they said, read the full exchange between Mikkel Wood and Damon Albarn. And they released the entire transcript. <laughs> there it is. And that is a huge pet peeve of mine. And that is like such a common celebrity uh, knee jerk is blaming the journalist when their dumbasses say something dumb in an interview. Yes. So that's that's always my favorite when like you got the receipts. But yeah, fuck him. And It, I, it just is like... You- so so incredibly wild because taylor swift is i want to say kind of as far as songwriting abilities she's very much a dolly parton of our generation a hundred percent it's such a it is a poorly informed man was all it's just he just assumed that she couldn't be writing them i think i think he thinks i I think there's a world where he maybe thinks she's like a like britney you know what i mean because she's so famous yeah yeah, like you're far enough away from pop stars at a certain level that like i know that that is supposedly very true of beyonce you know beyonce does not have soul writing credit on most of her songs and there is a whole world of like the way it works if you give Beyonce a song and a lot of rumors for years about that about her songwriting credits and stuff but it's like that's the whole thing is that that's why Taylor is different than all the other pop stars so now tell me about this car crash this happened just today that a car one of Taylor Swift's stalkers crashed (gasps) a car into her New York City apartment building her home. Oh. I don't even know if it's an apartment building. Might just she might own the whole building, but she might he, own the whole block. He was driving the wrong way down a one way one way street, crashed into her apartment or her home in New York, and then ripped out the call box too, and said he <gasps> wasn't leaving New York until he saw her, and then no. he got arrested. He. I think they believe he may have been under the influence. So he got taken to the hospital for a panel, a blood panel, and also to see, to get a psych eval too. But that's, I always really hate this part of celebrity that I know the danger they are put in just for being like, I'd like to be at the top of my field. This line from the article, the man was allegedly mumbling Swift's name the entire time. Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift. That's creepy. I don't like that. I mean, we got to remember, you know, when you hear about or when you see images of these people moving through the world with their big entourages and their big security guards and like it can feel like so much ego and like unnecessary cost. And it's like that that just existing is so scary. It's yeah. so scary. That is so scary. Luckily, to crash she, into your home. She wasn't there, luckily. So, but still, Oof. like, yeah, it's just. How do you ever feel safe if you're like, oh, someone's willing to break down the walls of my home? I don't like it. I don't like it. No, 
this is yeah this is why people go buy private islands when you can <laughs> you know you're talking about epstein this was an epstein thing yeah this is why you go full epstein oh no this <laughs> which is what i see her doing this what is i turn. see her oh no i see it t-o time out t-o <laughs> fine unpopular opinion very <laughs> i don't want any of those swift boaters coming for me <laughs> she um, would be oh, never mind okay go ahead wait, um, say it what was it no was it gonna be good or bad <laughs> It was going to be bad. It was further down the Epstein path. Okay. It was not worth walking down. Better to just make a full use and get back. I like cracked the door open and you bust in with like two <laughs> bottles of champagne and uncorked them and started spraying them all over the crowd. I'm like in uh, when we get to Salt Lake when they had like, I don't know if they were like cake holders or what they were using as uh, when they're partying out by the pool. They oh, were, like, yes. Giant. <laughs> goblets of some kind no, they were like oh god what do you call look- i can't remember what they're called but they are a thing and they have a name and everyone knows okay. it and they're screaming at us okay well i need you to help me understand when we get to it you should know did you not pick out um china for your wedding so th- but they are like holders of some kind right like yes but not a cake stand though okay because okay we'll, we'll get there we'll right because it had like a flat bottom so yes yes but i don't i didn't i don't know i don't know is. what they're called either we should stop the podcast and look stop. it up okay no, we don't I, need to. i'll we don't drop need. it i'll drop it i'll okay. drop it um <laughs> so look to be very honest i'm pretty exhausted by kanye west and julia fox i i i, I went from i don't know if i, I don't know how interesting okay you guys have been listening to a free preview of ellis for losers Ooh, we hope you liked it oh yeah and if you did you can go on over to patreon.com slash L is for losers and you can sign up to listen to our full episodes, mm-hmm. which are quite meaty. <laughs> and we also will have our vintage recaps of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Oh, it's fun. We got a whole lot of stuff there for you. You're going to love what you find. Yeah, it's <laughs> patreon.com slash L is for losers. Bye. Bye.